1: Biber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Each of our thousands of G.I.s stationed in remote areas all over the world has someone back home whose welfare is his chief concern. And when that someone is faced with a problem, her man in uniform is as close as the nearest Red Cross headquarters. It's there at Red Cross that a volunteer social welfare aide receives the call for help the call that may come from the faraway serviceman or from his family here at home. And it's through the efforts of this same volunteer aid that the problem is solved, a problem that may involve a late allotment, sickness, inadequate housing, or pressing bills to be paid. As a Red Cross volunteer, you can help form an understanding link between the serviceman and his family in time of need. Your Red Cross needs you to help perform these direct personal services for our armed forces. Join the Red Cross volunteer social welfare aides. Call your Red Cross today. You'll find the number of your local Red Cross office in the telephone directory. Mr. and Mrs. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista took a short trip this weekend to one of the scenic spots of the state, Twin Rock Falls. They came home late this afternoon to miss the Labor Day traffic, and here they are now, discussing what must have been an interesting trip.
2: 237 gallons, Molly. Think of it. I have. 237 gallons of water comes tumbling over that Twin Rock Falls every minute. Mm -hmm. Just imagine that. 237 gallons of water plunging down through space, smashing against the rocks below, a distance of 318 feet straight down.
3: I know, McGee. I was there with you, remember?
2: Hmm? Oh, yeah, sure, I know.
3: The man who conducted the tour gave me the same folder he gave you. Well, it
2: sure was a wonderful trip.
3: Just beautiful. Majestic Point was my favorite spot. Goodness, you could see for just miles and miles. Yep,
2: that tremendous expanse of blue sure reminded me of a very dear friend of ours in a size 44 serge suit named Doc Gamble, <laughs> whom I wish was right here right now so as I could show him the pictures we took and tell him about that Twin Rock Falls. Can you imagine that? Two hundred and thirty-seven gallons every minute, plunging over the... Oh,
3: no, not again.
2: Come in. I hope that's Doc, because I'm dying to tell somebody about Twin Rock Falls. That's the prettiest... Hello, Miss McGee. Hi, Mr. McGee. Well, hello, Lester. Come on in. Hi, Lester. I'm glad to see you, boy. Well, thank you, Mr. McGee. I, I hope I'm not disturbing you folks. Not at all, Lester. Not at all. Our bags are all unpacked and put away anyway. We got a few souvenir snapshots Oh,
4: of... you folks been on a trip, too, have you? Have
2: we been on a trip? We like. like
4: Two?
3: Did you and Sally go somewhere over the weekend?
4: We sure did, Miss McGee, and I'm glad you asked me because we, we just had us a dandy time. i bet you did.
2: But did you ever hear of Twin Rock Falls, the most beautiful spot in the state? Twin Rock Falls?
4: You mean that big state park way over there on the far side of the state? That's where we went.
2: Fabulous spot, wasn't it, Molly? Beautiful, Lester.
4: Oh, well, we, we didn't go anywhere as near as exciting as that. No, ours was uh, just a little trip, just to sort of get away for a couple of days. Yeah. Well, sir, this place we... We we just went to a little kind of dude ranch over in Morgan County. Uh, We like horses, me and Sally. Yeah.
2: Well, like I was trying to say, Les, if you want to see something real exciting sometime, Twin Rock Falls, that's the place to go. Nothing really to see where we went. Had a little rodeo up there on Saturday, though. It sort of broke up today. Oh, Well, you should have been with us. There was a man with a kind of a streetcar conductor's hat on, see, and he took us on a tour of the falls. There's a big railing all around it, and I... Of course, uh,
4: Sally and I, we we got in a little riding ourselves, too. they, They
2: got a swell trail up there along Chippewanee Creek. Show him the picture of that railing, kiddo. You know, the one where I make believe I'm falling over the edge?
3: You mean the time your foot slipped and the guy just caught you before
4: you... <laughs> yeah, that's the one.
2: I was horsing around up there, Les, and Molly snapped the picture See, while we, I... We got some dandy pictures, too. I, I should have brought them over. Oh, that's okay. This Twin Rock Falls,
4: Les... It must is... be a beautiful place. Mm. I tell you, I'll run and go get those pictures for you. There's a real cute one of Sally feeding a lump of sugar to a colt. And there's one of me sitting on a stuffed bucking bronco. <laughs> Yeah, but let me tell you about this. Now, wait till you see that picture. It's a kill. Now, I'll be right back. Yeah, but wait. He said he'd be back,
3: McGee.
2: Back for what? Be back to beat our ears off about a stupid trip he took to a dad-dreaded dull dude ranch while I'm busting with interesting information about Twin Rock Falls? Well,
3: I suppose he and Sally enjoyed what that. What a
2: spot, Molly. Just think of it. 237 gallons of water every minute comes over them falls. I know. I
3: was there. I'm getting a little...
2: 237 gallons, plunging down through space, smashing against the rocks below, a distance of 318 feet. Come in, come in. Who? Who rang? The
3: doorbell ring? No, but somebody better come in soon for you to tell this to. My ears are starting to ring.
1: There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. If you're teenage teenager up, a loyal American, male or female, your country needs you in the Civilian Ground Observer Corps. You've heard the radio broadcasts, seen the television pictures, you know the facts. You know what a single H-bomb dropped in any metropolitan area could do. And today's long-range bombers have made intercontinental war possible. Enemy planes based on the other side of the world could reach the United States in a matter of hours. Radar can help detect them. But there are dangerous gaps through which low-flying planes can penetrate without detection. To fill out our detection system, civilian personnel is needed, particularly along the east and west coasts and in the northern states. Skywatching is not a game, it's a necessary precaution. The Ground Observer Corps is now operating on a 24-hour-a-day basis and needs at least 200,000 volunteers to contribute a few hours of their spare time to this vital work. Will you volunteer? Get in touch with your local civilian defense center at once.
2: You don't know how glad I am to see you, Wimple boy, oh boy, oh boy. Come in,
0: come in, come in, come in. Well, thank you. I just... You sit
3: down, Mr. Wimple. Yeah. Here, let me take your
2: straw hat and
0: umbrella. My, it's nice to get a warm welcome like this. So many people just say, Oh, Wimple...
2: Believe me, it's a real pleasure to see a nice, quiet, polite type guy like you, Wimp. After a noisy, boring character like that Les Nelson next door.
0: Oh? I always thought Lester was rather... Let me Lester.
2: ask you something, Wimp. How would you feel about a guy that when you're trying to tell him about a fascinating experience you had, this guy keeps buttoning in, just horning in all the time with some dull yarn of his
0: own? Oh, I think that's just terrible. Right. Extremely uncouth. Betcha. I always listen politely to other people's experiences. And I feel that if one has the least trace of common politeness in one, one will never interrupt while another is talking.
2: He's your man, McGee. Yes, sir. A guy that's a good listener will always have a lot of friends, Wimp.
0: Right you are. That's why you have so many friends, Mr. McGee. Me? Him. And that's why I rushed over here to tell you what happened to me this afternoon at the airport.
2: You? Yeah, but I mean, I, I...
0: I rode a jet... Airplane! What? A jet? I never dreamed when I went out to watch the planes come in that an old schoolmate of mine was now a colonel in the Air Force and that he would say, Wallace, hop in. We blasted off at 0200 oh, and headed right... Oh, on. I
2: think I'll, I'll go to make a pot of
3: coffee.
2: I thought that Wimple would never go home. My gosh, what's so fabulous about riding in a jet plane?
3: Well, I think that's a pretty exciting experience. Lots of people
2: ride jet planes every day of their life. Did he fly over Twin Falls in that plane? No. No, they just... Did he stand at the brink of Twin Falls and watch 237 gallons of water go over there every minute, plunging through space, smashing on the rocks below, a distance of 318 feet to the... Oh,
3: McGee, look. Look who's getting out of his car out in front. Huh? Dr. Gamble.
2: Oh, oh, oh. oh, good old Doc. He's the guy I've been waiting for. Hi, Doc, old boy, old boy, old boy. Come in, come in, come in. Hi, McGee. I'm glad to see you, son. How was the trip? Oh, just great, Doc. Just great. Sit
3: down, Doctor. McGee's dying to tell you about it. And yeah. I'm
2: anxious to hear about it. That's why I came over here. I'd like to go there myself sometime. Tell me all about it, son. You, you promise you won't interrupt? Not a word, except maybe an occasional Wow. You got snapshots there, too? Let's see them.
3: Oh, this is the moment we've been waiting for.
2: Yeah. Hand me the snapshots, will you, Molly? Thanks. Now, I'll start with this one. On top of the falls. You see us there, Doc? Wow. That's where we were. Way up on top of that cliff. Right on the edge of the falls. Great I was standing... Way up there where it looks tremendous.
3: I'll get the phone. You go ahead, McGee.
2: It is tremendous, Doc. We took the guided tour, you see? Uh I got the statistics right here in this folder. And you won't believe this, but every single minute, there's 237 gallons of water goes over that falls, plunging into space, smashing down on the rocks below, a distance of 318 feet to the... Who is it, Molly? If it's for me, tell him I'm... It
3: isn't for you, dearie.
2: Good. Well, as I was saying, Doc, 318... It's
3: for Dr. Gamble. Oh, for the... The Ritz-Vista Hotel, doctor, case of the mumps. Want you to come right over.
2: Don't they have a resident physician? That's
3: who it is. Says he feels awful.
2: Well, tell him to go to bed. I'll be right over. Oh, I'm sorry about this, McGee. I did want to hear all about your t- McGee? Where'd he go?
3: I don't know. He just gathered up the pictures and walked out the door. McGee! McGee!
2: And the very first one I thought about when we come back from this weekend trip was you. I brought the pictures over so as I could tell you all about it. You 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 do want to hear this story, don't you?
3: Oh, sure, Mr. McGee. I love stories. Good. And nobody can tell stories as good as you. I betcha. Yeah. (laughs) Where is this wonderful, exciting place you and Miss McGee went to?
2: Twin Rock Falls, Deanie. It's the greatest...
3: Twin Rock Falls? Mm Mm-hmm. You mean that great big falls where the water goes plunging into space at the rate of 237 gallons every minute, smashing down on the rocks below a distance of 318 feet?
2: Yeah, and that's the place. You mean... My
3: daddy took me there one time. (sighs) You wait here, and I'll get our picture album. I got a wonderful shot of my daddy leaning over the railing like he's about to fall over. (laughs)
1: We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. This is John Wald with a word for you ladies. Ever stop to think what mornings were like before radio? Getting the kids off to school, cleaning up breakfast dishes, and then the routine of household chores. Pretty monotonous, you'll agree, before radio came along to brighten the morning hours with fine variety entertainment. Entertainment like Strike It Rich, the quiz show with a heart, which you'll hear tomorrow and every weekday morning on NBC. Warren Hull is the genial ambassador of goodwill on Strike It Rich, and you'll enjoy each minute of it. And you know, that's just one of the exciting shows in store tomorrow. There's also The Phrase That Pays, The Bob Smith Show, Second Chance, and many others. It's a lineup guaranteed to make you smile your way through the morning hours. And you'll want to spend your afternoons in the company of NBC's fine dramatic serials, Just Plain Bill, Stella Dallas, Young Widder Brown, and many others. For a day you're sure to enjoy, stay with NBC Radio.
2: I'm sure glad we got off the highways before that Labor Day crowd started coming home, Molly. So am I. It says here in the paper that enough cars are on the new freeway this weekend to reach from one county line to the other in a solid row, bumper to bumper, three lanes wide.
3: Think of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Here's a picture to prove it. <laughs> Look at that. Them cars haven't moved since Friday night.
3: Good. Say, you know, nobody gets hurt that way.
2: Yeah. Good night.
3: Good night, all.
1: Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production, transcribed with Bill Thompson as Mr. Wimple, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, and Robert Easton as Les. We're going to be home Labor Day. Good. So are Mister and Missus McGee and a friend of theirs named Gregory. We think you'll find Gregory a captivating character, and we hope you'll be with us again tomorrow night for Fibber McGee and Molly. Get behind the headlines to the heart of the news tonight on most NBC radio stations.